0: Good morning. It's a special blessing for me and my family to share again. <clears throat> Especially, we have a lot of uh, things going on in Indonesia after uh, the election. And the inauguration sworn in would be in October. But the Muslims, the radicals who lost the vote, again, tried to... Um, make the president elect will be not be sworn in in October. They try really hard to do something to make Jakarta in chaos, so please pray. But in the midst of all chaos, I see that God's hand, God's plan to save many, many Muslim in Indonesia will be uh, very visible, very obvious. I would like to share from John uh, 6, John 6, 66 to 70, about uh, confession by Peter. Before that, I would like to share my personal testimony. As you know, I grew up uh, very poor, from very poor family, selling soybeans called tempeh, so my great-grandfather uh, is named Bayan. And because selling tempeh from soybean, you go to Whole Food. there is tempeh, uh, a product from Indonesia, so-called Bayan tempe. And then my grandfather, Joyo, Joyo tempe because he's selling tempeh. And my, my father, Ripto, Ripto tempeh, and should be, they should call me Dodi Tempe. If God did not call me to do ministries. <laughs> Just selling soybeans. And I had a lot of skin diseases, like, like fungus, from top of my head to my toes. And it's very smelly. <clears throat> Even though I'm, I was a bad-looking uh, boy... My father always called me the most handsome boy in the family, because the rest you know uh, no no um, no male no boys in the family, except me. <laughs> That's the story. But the funny thing, when I got married, Elsha interestingly got um, put. Maybe compassion on, on her heart, so she wanted to marry me. And then the skin disease is finally gone. Very clean. Maybe because Elsa is a clean person, so <laughs> so I clean up, man. Clean, clean, clean me. So but until one day, I was uh, sending in a market in Jakarta, and somebody talked to me like this. Are you the son of the president? Something like that of Indonesia. I was like, Are you dreaming? <laughs> they talk me I'm the son of the president, <laughs> because a lot of uh, famous guy put the name behind the name is the president. Like like Sukarno is the first president, and his daughters Megawati put the Sukarno, Megawati Sukarno, and when I was standing like this with the the jacket is like, look handsome. He said, "Are you the, the son of the president of Indonesia?" I said, "No, I'm the son of God." He said, and yeah, I'm talking about that. Actually, we are the sons and daughters of God, and we need to claim our inheritance with our confidence because from the story John uh, that John the Gospel says. John 6:66 6, The Bible says as a result of the many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him anymore. So Jesus said to the 12, "You don't want to go away also, do you?" Simon answered him, "Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life. We have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And Jesus answered them, Did I myself not to choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. That's interesting. Uh, a chapter, the end of the chapter in chapter six, because I remember chapter six when Dr. Tusin talked about uh, the miracles in chapter six. And I still remember But the end of the story was very interesting for me because because many of the disciples, 70 of disciples, left when Jesus said, you know, from chapter 6, not chapter 6, 47, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your father ate manna, In the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread of life, comes down out of heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. Interesting, the end of the story, a lot of rejections, and also confusions, because the end of the the miracle that Jesus fed uh, 5,000, John MacArthur said maybe 20,000, people, and the eight and 12 baskets left, and then Jesus pronounced, proclaimed, I am the bread of life. And and they said that compared to Moses, Moses fed, fed them with manna for 40 years. So are you greater than Moses? Basically, Jesus claimed not just greater than Moses, Jesus is the provider of the blessings. Jesus who provided the manna. Jesus claimed that my father provided. Jesus said that after 40 years they ate manna they died. But Jesus I am the bread of life that who eats my flesh and then drink my blood and they finally realized that wow There's something different. The the Messiah is not just talking physical things, but spiritual things, deeper meaning than they thought they're just providing food. But Jesus, reflecting to the sacrificial work with the body and the blood, they need to take it by faith alone. And they reject it because it's very hard saying. And in the end, Jesus asked Peter, you gonna leave? <laughs> it's very interesting. I grew up after Muslim faith. I my father prayed for me. I said after you know three months of sickness, it's just bones and skin. And I dream a lot of dead persons showed up in my dreaming and I was thinking, it's very scary. In Muslim theology, that if somebody dies, they put in the balance system. If good things better or higher 50% at least, then go to heaven. But if less than 50% go to hell. But my problem is I'm not good enough or bad enough. So I'll be hanging the balance between heaven and earth, heaven and hell. So my friend said, better, you just really, really bad. So it's when the balance just slapped down and, and hit the bottom and up, who knows, you <laughs> go to heaven. That's a, I was so scared because the call of worship, something like that, is like a day of judgment. But then my father said, let me pray in Jesus' name. My father just trusted the Lord. And I said, Jesus was a prophet and said, no, Jesus was God who became man, died, and rose again. After several times, I said, um, let me die as a Muslim. I don't want to leave my faith. But when the judgment day was calling, the call of worship, I was thinking, I will, I'll go down straight to, to hell. And I was so scared. My My religious teacher always told me that then the Muslim death is coming from the feet. If your feet are so cold then your soul is going up. So I got the garment, you know, clothes I tied my feet so the soul will not will stain my feet <laughs> because it's very cold. And finally when I was so scared my father said let me pray and I said up to you. And Jesus healed me overnight. And changed my perspective. And then. For a week. No for a month. I went to mosque. On Friday. And I went to church on Sundays. And called Christian and Muslims. (laughs) And then my father said this. Stop it. You say yes to Jesus or no. And at that time I said. You know, I looked my father's eyes and I said, yes, to Jesus. I never did again go to mosque. I went to my principal, my village leaders, and I said to my mayor's office, change my religion, because I'm a Christian. Now, I said, what happens? And I told the story. Jesus healed me overnight. And I I changed my perspective because now I see Jesus as God himself who came down to me in my helpless situation to heal me and restore my perspectives receive my give me my salvation and and my calling to follow him and come to the point when a lot of persecutions no friends I used to play soccer you may call it real football. <laughs> so, I played soccer on, on, on Sundays. And I was a striker, and nobody could score without me. But the strike was gone. And what happened with the striker? The striker with, you know, good-looking, you know, shirt with the Bible on in his hand, and said, what's wrong with you? You left Islam. And I said, Yes. Why? You know, I tell you a story. If you die, do you, do you want to go to heaven or hell? I said, I'm not sure. In Islam, is inshallah, meaning Lord willing. I don't know. And I said, my Lord is from heaven. Came down as a man. He died for me and rose again and gave his spirit. So when I die, lead me to go to heaven. This special assurance for me. And I said to them, do you want to receive him? And many of them came to Christ. Instead of life, you know attacking me, then now many of them came and asked real serious questions. But many, many, right now in Indonesia, every day story um, in the newspapers, like people become mu'alaf. Mu'alaf is... Re- becoming uh, Muslims. Uh, we don't know from maybe Christian background or Buddhist background, but every day in the newspapers right now, and on TV, big show that many people, artists or maybe pastors, they call it, or, or religious leaders embracing Islam and they put in a big uh, show in, on TV. But two months ago, the, the chairman of uh, Indonesian... Islamic leaders just said in the news that many Muslims became Christians because of the work of evangelists or Protestant churches. And basically what happened, many, many of them. Last week, we had baptism, and 300. So the church that we support for training just said to, to us, the, a week or two weeks ago, that during the service, three hundred people showed up and asked for baptism. Why? Because a lot of confusion. But in the midst of confusion, the Lord put assurance, like Peter, that Peter said, "No, Lord, I will stay because you are." The Bible says, uh, "You have uh, you have words of eternal. You are." You have eternal words because the book of John, the Gospel of John, started with that basically in the beginning, the word, and the word was God, the word with God, and the word was God. Logos uh, captured the idea of the, uh, the mind and, and uh, something like people thought that that John took from the, the Greek uh, philosophy, but I was thinking that John Got the word of the Greek philosopher, but put inside the teaching of the Old Testament from the book of Genesis. Because the book of Genesis starts with in the beginning, you know, then the 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 Hebrew Bara Elohim W at at Haaretz. And while you marry aloh him, yeah he or why he or and the word that let it be light and there be there was a light that the word the powerful word that created all things now in the book and the gospel of John became a flesh tabernacle among us and we see grace upon grace, multiple grace. The interesting the powerful word of God, the creator of all things, came in flesh. And came to you and me, came to, to the person like Peter and people around uh, the gospel. That basically, in person, the Lord came to us in person. Gave assurance, gave his grace, multiple grace. Grace upon grace. And the question, why we to leave him? It's a, it's a stupid thing if somebody... After this, the grace of God, leave Jesus. So, I think I will take that the Muslim leader knows very, very, very clear that many, many Muslims came to Christ in big numbers. The big story. Usually, I can just recall, you know, from my memorization. We you, you don't need to search the internet. Many Christians who call themselves Christians but never taste the grace of God personally. Never believed in Jesus personally. But maybe born in a Christian family or grew up in a Christian church. They became Muslims and married Muslim men. The end of the story is so scary. One of them in our ministry. He was so she was so young and married a Muslim and changed to become a Muslim, and with the Muslim man, everything like smoothly in in the in the beginning, and she got two kids. After she had two kids, a Muslim man married another, younger. Younger girl. And my friend who did ministry with us in that area said, interesting, because that man left that woman and then woman got heart attack. At that night, my friend called me. Please pray for this uh, lady who said that he was, she was Christian and now married a Muslim and that Muslim man left and I got heart attack, and I said, so what should we pray? Pray, because very scary. That lady, when, when died, her eyeball just out. And everybody said, because she left Jesus. I don't think Jesus condemned her. But the story that becoming a Muslim and married a Muslim Man, it's not a good story. Last week, just last week, a Chinese Christian, or she said Christian, married a Muslim, divorced (coughs) her husband, and that man, 55-year-old man, left his wife, married to 30... uh, 30 year old uh, lady, so-called Christian, and the lady left everything. After 10 years, what happened? She found out that that husband, the Muslim husband, that pushed him to be a Muslim, and use hijab every day, did not work at all. Every day just setting hoax, Telling about bad things about Christianity. So the lady started a, a business, a restaurant, and took a, a bank loan. Finally, the loan almost almost close to one million dollar. And for for monthly payment almost two hundred thousand dollars. I was thinking like crazy the story. But the end of the story was so horrible that Lady decided to poison her husband and the rest of the family and burn the house down. And the police easily to just arrest it and now it became, a, became the best story. So if the promise Of becoming Muslim is so scary like that. Interesting. We come, share the gospel, the promise is the eternal life. And special blessing. And special um, revelation from God personally. So daily, like the the song that each day we follow Jesus is getting brighter and brighter the more beautiful, more blessing. And this, this, this is why we have special conviction that the answer for chaos in Indonesia is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because now, when they lost the election, suddenly they realized that the government will have a plan for diversity and unity in Indonesia. They moved the capital city away from Jakarta because Jakarta was seized by the Muslim radicals and sinking. So this is why they move, plan to move to different islands. And if that happens, according to radical Muslims, the day of Islamic radicals or Islamic movements in Indonesia are numbered, because they will lose the opportunity. Where we have a lot of opportunities to send the gospel. Even the president of Indonesia Every Christmas, spend time with his family to come to visit churches and listen to the message of peace. And one of the famous generals, General Indonesia, even he has special volume of, of a spiritual song, Christian songs. The General of Indonesia singing that there is, there is there's no impossible things for God. In Jesus Christ, and this is why, yet yeah, the Lord has special plan, and thank you for the ministry that you know you have supported us for for more than thirteen years. That the Lord, you know, has has used us in simple way. We in our training, we never use uh, computer things because we are. Low tech guys, you know, not high tech. <laughs> but for CPM, church planting movement, for church planting movement, we just want to have the Bible, sheet of paper, and pencil. So the movement is, the training will be reproducible, and anybody in any level can train about the relationship. Uh, with Jesus and shared the gospel in easy way, in simple way. In one week, we can work with nine uh, people, or students we train. In one week, we can share at least 500. We expose 500 people with the gospel. And three to 10 people came to Christ. So we pray at the end of the year, we have three trainings and three weeks in a row so we can have at least 1,500 people exposed with the gospel. The Lord blessed us <clears throat> with the opportunity to go to Rome, because Sheldon and Rick gave us free ticket to Rome. <laughs> wow, this is interesting. We we went to Roman Colosseum first time, and <clears throat> we, we went to Via Sacra, you know, where the roman generals march, marching with the the slave or the defeated you know want in a big um, crowd and joyful gatherings so we we were standing in the front of the roman colosseum and suddenly the big tall guy almost 6 3 or 6 5 so i could like see the top of you know his nose <laughs> so that that guy's too tall and 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 he said to me, "Oh, you are a nice family. Your wife and children just feel so nice." And he gave us something. He gives us something. I did not know what happened, but Sheldon knew very very clearly. Sheldon said, "Stop, stop, stop, uh, sir. Can you tell me something? Do you want to sell this? (laughs) Oh yes, yes, I want to sell this. Do I want to sell something?" And. And he said this, I'm like a slave here because I'm illegal from North Africa. And I cannot support anything to my, my family without selling this. And Sheldon had 10 euro, Elsa had 10 euro, and before they give 20 euros, both of them said the gospel. His name Bamban. And I said, "Bambang is a famous name in Indonesia because the president of Indonesia is named Bambang." But I said, in the past, many Christians like you in Rome as slaves. But when Christ came their lives, they became, you know, sons and daughters of God. They, they, they are friends and then they enjoy status new status relationship with God as father and when we said that that person waited for a long time and finally he said let me think about it the next day Elsha went alone in a tram in a in a tram from the place we stay To the Roman Colosseum again. It's very cold, so I was with with Joy Alone reading the book of Rome in three days. (laughs) So interesting. Elsa. in a tram talked to a big tall guy. Elsa said this: Are you citizen of Rome? And that guy so is laughing, you know, wow, yeah, I like that idea. Citizen of Rome. And that guy said, Where did you get the idea asking me, citizen of Rome? And Esther said, Actually, Paul, the Bible said that I'm a citizen of Rome, and it's surprising. And Esther said the gospel in that tram. The tram can be like a commotion, it's like crowded now. And a lady, a lady came up and said, I like, I like your message. I think we are the same, we are evangelicals. So Elsa and the lady went to a bar. I couldn't imagine went to a bar in Europe. So Elsa and that lady in a, in a, in a bar, and that lady and I sang Christmas Carol in a bar. The bar became like a revival meeting. Instead of, you know, crazy songs. And now it's, everybody it's Christmas Carol. And one lady from Denmark, Putina, was sitting in the corner of the bar. And she said this: "I went to Rome. I want to look for a spiritual journey." And this is the answer. So Elsha and the lady said the gospel and led Putina to Christ in a bar. Interesting story. The Gospel of John, John chapter 6, about Peter's confession. How can we leave Jesus? Because Jesus is the bread of life. And then the second, after the bread of life, Jesus said, I'm the living water. Chapter 7, 37, 38. And after that, Jesus, I'm the light of the world. It's talking about two in chapter 8, it's about the, the woman accused of adultery. And chapter 9 is talking about the, the, the man born blind healed. And, and this is a story at the end of the debate because rejection and reception and confusion. In John eight fifty eight, Jesus said, Before Abraham I was, a go, a me. I am who I am. Jesus claimed himself to be Yahweh. This is why providing manna to the desert for 40 years and now not just providing for the manna, he, he came himself and providing his, his flesh and blood to be sacrificial lamb, gave salvation, perfect salvation, eternal life and and providing. When Jesus fed 5,000, it was during uh, Passover, would be March and April, and then chapter 7, when Jesus um, uh, proclaiming that it was the living water, it was um, September or October. It's dry in the land, and water will give fresh, and not just Living water, we have cistern, we have wells, but living water is running water. But Jesus said that the living water providing in us, in our life, will be like spring of water in in our life, our daily life. Give us fresh and renewed. And, And finally, Jesus said that I'm the light of the world. In chaos generation, in adulterous generation, even physical need, Jesus has the answer for each one of us, and finally the climax, Jesus says, before Abraham I was, that Jesus claimed as self existent God, self-sustaining God, and self-revelation God, to reveal, to explain, and to sustain our lives forever. This is why, why we, Want to leave Jesus. We want to stay forever and ever. I was watching the story about General uh, George Payton in a f- flight from, da- from Korea to Dallas. And there was a great story. He was so quick, the best field general, but the story, uh, General uh, Bradley did, did not give enough gas. So the tank and everything stopped days before Christmas because not enough support for the, the tank and ammunition. But the story I saw that we were standing in the dark, cold night, he said, we need to keep moving. He's screaming. I screamed to you and to me. He said, we need to keep moving. And asked the chaplain to write a, a prayer. So the chaplain came with the prayer. And he came out with a rainy, uh, snowy day with tank roaring and everything, and read the prayer. Two things he said, ask God on our side, and second just give fair weather. Within an hour everything cleared. And he said, Yes! <laughs> Let's go to Berlin and Defeated the enemies, and the end of the is that we are under the general, the best general, not just winning. Each has won. Jesus already won. The Lord of Hosts, and now we are under His care to share His glory. Now let's keep moving to share one person at a time the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sometimes, like the Hill Songs, the guy who said pronounced leaving I'm not Christian anymore, one in Chicago and one in Australia. Everything is funny. Somebody renounced Christianity and put in the public. If I were him, I would just quietly <laughs> leaving. But why? Interesting. Many, many people thought that Christianity is not real. My friend Joe. Grew up in the New York area with a lot of gangs, drugs, sex, and everything. Realized that when his girlfriend was not faithful, he wanted to kill her girlfriend, his girlfriend. But instead of that, he said, let me kill myself. So Joe Santino put the gun on his head, and he said this. Lord or God, if you're real, just show up. Otherwise, I'll kill myself. And Joe said to me, God shows up. Jesus showed up. Gave peace. And he cried. Accepted Christ. He went to church first time in New York. And he found out every Sunday night a lot of let off food. So he went to the pastor and said, can I take the food to the person in, on the street? He said, oh, please do so. So every day he went there to the gangsters, and the man said, Joe is my friend. Whoever kills Joe, kill me. For two years, Joe sent food to the bill on the streets in New York. Until one day he said, I'll do it no more. Nobody responded to the gospel. After After two weeks, he got the call. And the call on the theater said, Joe, why you stop, call, stop coming? I said, why? Who? Who are you? I am, you? You don't know me, but I enjoy your food every day from the church. Okay, can, can I talk? Uh, can I meet you again you know, next, next Sunday? Because Joe said, okay, I'll come again. I'll come back again. And that person said, Joe, don't come. Don't come to see me. I said, why? I just want to call you to say this. You know, I know you're a good guy. I just want to say, please do me, help me to do funeral because I want to kill myself. And Joe said, give me one day. I don't have one day, Joe. And Joe said, give me one hour. Okay. And Joe talked on the phone. And Joe said, I was like you two years ago. Until I said, Jesus, if you're so real, just show up. And Jesus showed up. And now I'm a Christian. And that person cried. And Joe said, both of them became Bible students. And Joe said his friend did a lot of Marvel ministry in New York outreach. The person who just gave up on on their lives but realized that Jesus is so real. Jesus is so real. And I encourage each one of us to take the gospel one soul at a time. Like Jesus came to meet the adulterous woman who caught in the act of adultery, the Bible says. And The the blind man that finally met Jesus in person. And that's the prayers that we be we are so faithful to finish the ministry until we see Jesus who died and rose again for us. I just want to give you a chance if you have any response or comments or questions, because we plan to have lunch. I love spring creek barbecue. (laughs) I wish I could stop you a know, long time ago, but Ryan did not allow me to stop <laughs> until noon. So if you have any questions or other questions, you can ask me, as us, with Elsia and Joy. And then we will drive after this, hit the road again to North Carolina. And we stop somewhere along the way. But we, we trust the Lord. The Lord will take care of us. Any question or suggestion? Yeah, if not, I would like to ask my father. I, I call Taylor is my father because Taylor took me a long time ago in the ministry when I came and joined the internship in the, at the church. Can you come up and pray for me and close the, the class?
1: Lord, your word is what changes our lives. Thank you. And it certainly has changed the life of this dear brother mm-hmm. and so many people around the world because it is a living word with a living message that provides for our eternal life with you. Thank you for this time that has been good for us to hear a bit of what you're doing through the ministry of this dear brother and his family. Thank you that uh, in your faithfulness you've provided for them, taking care of them through difficult times and times not so difficult, but always watching over them. And they're always available to you to share the gospel uh, with whoever happens to be in their presence. We are grateful to support a family that is so committed to you to share the gospel, and to see people's eternal life brought to them by your grace. So we entrust this family to you to continue using them in the days ahead, or however long we might be here before your coming. And we thank you that we can be a part of what this ministry is all about, that they're carrying out in this area of the world where it's so needed. So we entrust them to you, and thank you for letting us have them here with us today. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you.